Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Mike White Show. I'm your host, Mike White. Alongside me, my best friend, Mike White. Mike White, Mike White, Mike White. Tonight, Monday Night Football, Mike White, Mike White, Mike White. Giants, Chiefs, Mike White, Mike White, Mike White, Mike White, Mike White. What's up, buddy? How you doing, Mike White? I'm fantastic. Other than the fact that I've been called Mike White three times. I mean, he wins one game. Does that get me free entry to like a bougie restaurant here in L.A.? Because he didn't even get get his meal picked up. He still had to pay. Listen, what the hell's wrong with that? 
you promised me if they won this game, you were going to officially change your name from Mike Harmon to Mike White. So I, I think you would have done that today. Was a long line at the courthouse or no? No, surname's a big deal. You want me to change Mike? I'm, I'm, I'm all there for you. No, no come on. You, you're, you, come on. You don't look, have to tell your parents. Look, look my, mom was um, a bit out of it, and they slapped her awake uh, to, to name me, and uh, I was in pink because they'd run out of blue. So my name for about five minutes was Michelle. Oh, well, okay. So now I was a Frenchman, uh, Michel Goulet right. and, and right. so many other luminaries. Michel Goulet. And there you go. Nice. I went straight to a goal scorer of nice. NHL pass. Uh, but, no, eventually Mike. And I said, wow, how creative. So wow. if you want me to change that, I, you no, know. No, 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 no. Well, this, this I mean, I ran around with then. a Thunderlips cape but, but on you yesterday. You, you could change my name to listen, that. You don't get back at them by changing the name they gave you you didn't like in the beginning. You get back at them by changing the name that would make them upset. If you eschewed Harmon and became Mike White, that would be awesome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike White. People, oh my God, what a show. They're going to talk about that 400-yard game again. Did I guarantee it? I mean, that, that, that's how you got to get even with them. That's really getting even. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the surname. I've been going by the surname since I was like six years old because there were six, seven Mike's in every Catholic classrooms, you know, one through eight. So I always just went by the last name. Let's make it easier. You decide whether you want to call those guys Mike, uh, Mikey, or Michael. Uh, Just call me Harmon. Make it a change. It's time for a change. You're in your 40s now. You've had, you've you're had the Mike guy Harmon. named Jason Smith, yeah, and you're yeah. telling me it's time yeah. for a change. Yeah, it's time for a change. It's time for a change. You're going to sing like Peter yeah. Brady while you're at it? <laughs> you got to rearrange. No, nah, but you, you've had it for a while. Try something new. Why not? Look, change is sometimes good. Listen, sometimes it, change will wreck your life, but sometimes change is good. We've had and it, for Jason the Jets. Smith. Now there, there's a uh, there's a big change potentially afoot there, and and chaos after drafting a guy second overall. But yeah, we've had a guy named Jason Smith who played on the Jets already, so I, I'm okay. I don't have to, and the, the offensive lineman Jason Smith. Yeah, they're all over, right? The Jason Smith in baseball there, but Jason Smith, the offensive lineman, actually played for the Jets, so I was okay with that. You know, there was a uh, guy in the Truck Driver series uh, um, named Mike Harmon. And at one point, there was a big scandal about stolen uh, car parts, <laughs> engines and stuff. And every once in a while, I'll get a text uh, randomly or, or a tweet that'll be like, hey, what are you guys going to run in this race? <laughs> I'm picturing you Did running you down the street. Did you ever settle this? No. <laughs> you running down the street and spark plugs falling out of your pocket. Yeah. All right, yep, that's me. Uh, I think he got the wrong guy. Uh, no, because at one point he was in a spectacular crash, too. Oh, it's like, okay. wow, glad you walked away. It's like, look, I had a car crash of my own a couple of years ago. Uh, it wasn't nearly as fiery or uh, elaborate, and I don't think anybody caught it on videotape. But <laughs> I'll tell you, some chaos. <laughs> and you've renamed me Mike White. Yes, now Mike White, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike White. 400 yards, Mike White. Uh, We will have more on the burgeoning (laughs) Jets quarterback controversy later on this hour because I'm telling you, it's actually not a bad thing. You've heard today, oh, it's awful. No, it's actually not a bad thing. But first, quick reminder that they come to the Breeders' Cup from every corner of the globe, the best thoroughbreds with one goal in mind. That is the title of World champion visit breederscup.com slash 2021 for more information catch all the action live on november 5th and 6th so jets 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 mike white mike white mike white meanwhile monday night football giants and the chiefs um 
Remember when I told you the Chiefs were going to struggle to be a wild card team and make the playoffs like a month ago? Yeah, that's still happening. Welcome to all of you to the bandwagon I've been driving since the middle of September. 14-10, the Chiefs lead a bad and banged up Giants team early in the third quarter. The Chiefs defense is playing somewhat all right. Offense, they still have problems. They just don't look the same. They don't look right, even though Derek Gore has 50 yards rushing and a touchdown so far you can tell the Chiefs just don't look like the Chiefs and it's been an issue even against a bad Giants football team like this is a bad team they don't have the running back the wide receivers are out and still it's a four-point game early in the third quarter you can't trot out the same team for three years in a row and expect we're going to be playing great and expect the rest of the league to not catch up with you. You can't lose some playmakers and expect that we're just going to throw guys out there and they're going to be terrific. The rest of the league has had some time to catch up to the Chiefs. They saw in the Super Bowl, if you pressure Patrick Mahomes without having to blitz, you can control them. Look, the Chiefs are still going to light up the scoreboard. They're still a good team. They're just not what they were and it's been evident since very early on in the regular season. And the defense, hey, it's it's been awful. It's playing okay tonight so far. But again, see my first comment. This is a bad and awful Giants team that they're beating by four points here early in the third quarter. Well, don't get cute, right? What, what the most effective running game we've seen in a long time with Derek Gore? Nine carries, 48 yards, and a score. Run the ball. Don't try trick plays. Don't do the little flip stuff. You're, you're marching the ball down, down their throats. And, and then you're going to get cute in the red zone? I, I don't understand it. It's You've given the ball away so many times. In theory, you've gone back and watched all the game tape of how many times you've moved the ball, gotten cute, tried to make a play that wasn't there, and it, it went awry. I mean, the turnover total coming into tonight, they were, they were tied coming into this week for the worst turnover differential in the NFL with the Jaguars, for crying out loud. And tonight, you had the jump ball. Okay, it's kind of like a punt uh, that they threw to, to Hardman uh, on a, what was it, third and 15 inside of the final two minutes of the half. Okay, fine. You're just throwing it up, and either he gets a P.I. call, which maybe he would have with the guy's hands on his shoulder if he was anybody that but McCall Hardman, uh, but he doesn't get that call. And then you had another ball that they had to go to a quick review of, right, that they decided was trapped. So you got all these near picks, and then you had the – the, you know, bing, bong, boom, I'm firing you, Ed, ricochet interception in the red zone. It just don't be don't be cute. You're better than this team. You've got a quarterback that can make throws. He He's just got to be less careless with the football. We've been talking about it for weeks, and you're watching it on display, and because it is the Monday night feature game, that's all you're going to hear tomorrow. The other thing, you got a, a quick reception to Travis Kelsey early in the game. He's got one catch for three yards. He's been targeted three times. Meanwhile, Tyree Kill, nine for 65 and a score already. 13 targets. 13. Kelsey, three. Spread the ball around. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike White. You think I'm going to drop Mike White? You're still going to be Mike White the entire show. I'm Mike sending White, someone to Mike, choke you White, out right Mike now. White. What if you were Mike Harmon White? What if I made you Mike Harmon White? And I, I, I just. Is there a hyphen or no hyphen? I did that. What kind no, of punctuation is there? I hyphened you from Mike to Mike Harmon White. Are, are we going to adapt beyond uh, the hyphens as the acceptable punctuation for uh, names now as well? I mean, yeah. we're changing a lot of other things. Yeah, so can, can I like that. have a star? 
Yeah, okay. Or oh, you want, you want, you want you, or something? You want, you want something like that. Okay. I'm just saying I can make it so it doesn't sound like your middle name is Harmon. You know, Mike Harmon White. You are Mike Harmon White. Mike White. Because then it gets, well, if I didn't do the dash, I could just then just say Mike White. I don't need to say your middle name, which would be Harmon. Well, just call me Harmon White, and then I will be uh, like a newspaperman. I think that does. Uh, you have to go see the editor in chief. It's Harmon White, and you look like you look just like uh, um, J. Jonah Jameson. That would be there what Harmon White sure. would look like. What do you guys want over here? Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is a number. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Chiefs struggling with the Giants. The Giants are getting the football back down just fourteen to ten midway through the third quarter. We told you so. We told you so. We told you so about the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, So we'll have more on this game as it continues to evolve, but some big news today in advance of the trade deadline tomorrow. We'll get to Derrick Henry. We got Jameis Winston. Both those guys are out for a long time. But the big trade made today, Von Miller goes to the Los Angeles Rams in exchange for two second-day draft picks in the NFL draft. Look, Von Miller is 32, but he's still having a very Von Miller-type season. And look, there's a couple of big takeaways from this that's not something you've heard all day. The first one is that, hey, when I see a move like this, you know the Rams know how to do trades in the trade deadline, right? This is the organization you want to coach, you want to play for. Because when you have a chance, when you think we got it, the organization's going to say, you know what? We agree. We're going to go out and make this happen. How many trades have they made in the past four years where they said, we can go get a great player and we can trade a couple of draft picks and go get them? We can remake this team. We can do this. We can go get Sammy Watkins, Marcus Peters, Brandon Cooks, Akeem Tlaib, Jalen Ramsey, Dante Fowler, Matthew Stafford. Now it's Von Miller. When we can... We go get a guy because we think this is what's going to put us over the top. It's going to get us to the Super Bowl. They've already been to one Super Bowl, and now they're one of the big-time favorites to get back to it now that they add Von Miller. It is a big kind of adding of juice to this team, and this shows you how underrated this organization is. Look, Stan Kroenke gets a lot of bad uh, ink. He got a lot of bad ink last week for his stances that the other owners don't like, but on the field, trying to win, this is who you want to play for. We think we're good. Go out and make a move at the trade deadline. They're like a baseball team. They're like a baseball team. Hey, the trade deadline's here. Let's do it. Because the trade deadline in the NFL for the longest time has been, well, if we need to get out from under something, we're guys going to walk away, we'll do it. But we haven't really gotten a lot. The Rams have been ahead of the curve on this. We can go get a really good player during the season. Let's make the move. Oh, we can't trade because learning a new system by the time the guy gets up to speed. That's like 1985 thinking, right? The Rams are getting these guys coming in, and they're saying, hey, short term, this year, next year, and we'll worry about after next year after that and they are bringing guys in that have helped them achieve it is a great thing they are kind of running their business like the Dodgers who are able to draft really well right because this is what the Rams do you see that the draft the 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 Roster is dotted with guys like running backs they got in the second and third round, other position guys who are less heralded. The Rams seem to ace the lower parts of the draft. And what do they do? Just like the Dodgers. They got the guys coming up. Will Smith comes up. Max Muncy comes up. Every, look at these guys. The Dodgers, got, they got 13 guys that can play every day. But they still go out at the deadline to go get guys like Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. It's like, oh, my God, look at all the star power they have coming in. So when they lose Corey Seager in the offseason, Trey Turner will slide in and play shortstop. 
up. That's kind of what the Rams do. It's not that the Rams don't like the draft. It's that they see their their draft picks as, all right, if this is a gateway to a better player that can help us now, okay, we're not going to give away all our draft picks because we still need the guys and we, we think we can hit on guys later on in the draft in the later rounds. And you can see the last five years, that's what they do. This is how they run the team. They kind of run it just like the Dodgers do. Hey, we have a really good team. Let's get some extra juice halfway through the season. Bring in Von Miller. Now suddenly a season where the Rams are winning with mind-numbing efficiency, it gets a little bit more special because now suddenly here comes one of the best defensive players of the last 10 years that's going to join the team for the stretch run into the playoffs. I mean, they run themselves just like the Dodgers do. The Rams are really underrated, man. This is a great organization. Well, a terrible effort for their backers yesterday. They left the back door open and Houston yeah. came walking in. <laughs> So blight them on behalf of all of those that it, that had bet them to cover that heavy number. Uh, but when we look at it, Jason, to, to your point, it's like you've got teams like your Jets and you know the no man's land that is what the Chicago Bears have been, right? Where you're drafting in the middle, you go and you get Justin Fields, and and now you're hoping, wishing, praying that yesterday was the corner that you have to turn to start going towards effectiveness. But that's a story for another time. But you have the muddled middle where you have no idea what you're supposed to be doing, right? Do we try to lose intentionally because we're bad enough so we need a better draft pick? Or do we go for it like here when you're talking about the Rams and each year you're a good team, you're a playoff-bound team, even going back to, yes, I know Jared Goff threw the ball away on fourth down, uh, but even when you had Jared Goff, you ran to a Super Bowl appearance. So we don't know how fast windows are going to close, right? In the NFL, they do very quickly based on an piece of uh, an injury or someone leaving in free agency, whatever the case may be. There's a, there's a lot of ways for things to go go awry quickly. I mean, look at the Chiefs. Some would have you think that the the door is closed and the, quote, dynasty that we'd all been anticipating is dead and that there's there's no hope for redemption, et cetera. And now it's, all right, what do you do in the next phase uh, of the Patrick Mahomes career? With the Rams, they're in a position where they're winning year in, year out. You've got competition in the NFC, which means what do you do? You go and push all your chips to the center of the table. Look, draft picks, especially first-round picks, when you're this good, they're back-end first-round picks. Doesn't mean you're not still going to find some gems, but the hell with it. Especially if Denver's going to pick up $9 million of the salary. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Oh, Here's yeah, yeah. two, two second-day picks, and we only have to pay them like seven hundred fifty grand for the rest of the year? Sign me up. Go make another deal before tomorrow if people are going to be uh, willing to give you all pro players. Telling you, man, I am I am extremely jealous of how they run their franchise and continue to keep that Super Bowl window open with new guys who oh, they keep trading draft picks. Doesn't matter. They draft well enough. They got the guy. Look, they got Matthew Stafford's going to be good for the next three, four years. They solve their quarterback issue. They'll worry about another guy when Stafford's 37 years old. I mean, they just find a way to continue to turn over and do it. Rams are so underrated. This was a great, great trade. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening fox sports radio the jason smith show with my best friend mike white oh oh boy they come to the breeders cup from every corner of the globe the best thoroughbreds from around the world with one goal in mind the title of world champion visit breederscup.com slash 2021 for more info and catch all the action live on november 5th 
and sixth. Monday night football, still a dogfight in Kansas City. The Chiefs 14-10 over the Giants. Kansas City having all kinds of trouble with the G-Men. This is a bad and banged up football team that the Chiefs are at home having a lot of difficulty with. Like I said, we told you a month ago, this was not going to be a season for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, they're the same team. It's, not, it's just not the same team. Their defense is not as good. They don't have the same playmakers. And here they are now struggling at home to stay relevant in the playoff chase. They lose to this Giants team, uh, Mike, and it's going to be, whoa, wow, wait a minute now. Wait, what? We got we to gotta go do something really, really big in the next few hours before the trade deadline because this is where it's gone from, hey, the Chiefs might not be they might be fighting for the playoffs too um can the chiefs still make the playoffs or is it too tough for them to even do it after this well that's a good question and we're gonna have the perfect guy on to talk about it because right now the afc bit of a mess yeah yeah look listen the jets chances of making the playoffs have just jumped to 98 percent now they just jumped from from four percent to 98 percent it's there it's fuzzy math i just watched it went from four percent all because of mike white uh, joining us now on the hotline, speaking of Mike White, man who has just signed an exclusive deal to write the Mike White biography. It is CBS Sports NFL Insider Extraordinary. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. Jason Lockenfora. Jay, good luck with that book. Send us an advanced copy. Yeah. And uh, we'd love for that interview to happen. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm incredibly pumped. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to get too deep into it because – when he steals Zach Wilson's job, I want to be able to fully experience that in the moment. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Mm. Um, but, yeah, look, <laughs> he played his backside off. There's there's no two ways about that. He looked better than Zach Wilson has looked at any point since maybe week one when I, I thought he, he acquitted himself pretty well against um, a decent Panthers defense. But it's been a struggle since then. Um, and... That's a Bengals defense that had been absolutely gnarly against opposing quarterbacks and wasn't letting really any opposing receivers get the best of them. And then Mike White completes passes to 10 different dudes. Um, he's catching passes for two-point conversion. He's throwing for 400 yards. He's taking what I thought was a late hit from the back, you know, blindside into his own player and and returning from that under duress uh, – Pretty pretty impressive performance, and we'll see what he can do in a couple nights from now. Um, but it's obvious that Robert Sala isn't uh, isn't in any hurry to squash Mike White madness or or kick him to the curb in any way, shape, or form. Do you think that's the right move? I mean, he said anything is possible. When the normal response is, "Hey, it's great for Mike well, Zach's our guy when he gets healthy." No, look. I, Zach Wilson hasn't played a whole lot of football. Zach Wilson looked like a guy who hasn't played a whole lot of football. And Mike White was, like, bringing the best out of people. You know what I mean? Like, Mike White was, like, spreading the ball around and playing point guard. And, and was it super sexy? No, but there was an energy. There was a verve. There was a confidence. Um, it reminded me of, a little bit, the Rams last year, right, where – it's clearly like they're hiding behind an injury with golf, but it's really not an injury. And then they've got the runaround guy out there. I can't even think of his freaking name right now. Um, who ends up starting the playoff game, right? And it's like you come to find out later that, like, 
Yeah, it was really a coach's decision. It really had nothing to do with any injury. <laughs> when golf, we just thought the other guy moved the pocket around and yeah. did some stuff and gave us a chance. Um, Zach Wilson sitting and watching and learning and seeing how this other guy who doesn't have any more creature comforts than Wilson had is is able to get some stuff done and put together some competent drives and, again, keep a bunch of different teammates um, engaged and active, that's not, you know, that's not the worst starting point in the world. Yeah, John Wolford for the win. Wolford, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. yeah. Thing uh, for bar trivia for many years to come. All right, <laughs> since you mentioned the Rams, let's go. Von Miller shows up, a couple of second-day picks, and once again the Rams just say, well, we're contenders. And they got Denver to pick up $9 million of the salary, Jason. Well, I mean, they're giving up two picks. I mean, let's be real. There is a risk involved with a player in Von Miller who has been hurt recently this year. And, I mean, not to any great degree this year, but obviously missed almost all of last year with injury. And he's getting up there a little bit. But I think when the Rams are as mortgaged as they already were from a draft perspective, um, to go out and get somebody who still has a top 20 pressure rate in the NFL – um, to go and get somebody who has a history of putting quarterbacks down and closing out games and closing out drives, closing out seasons the way he has on a big stage. And clearly it's a super motivated Von Miller who's paying, playing for his next payday and auditioning. And now he gets to audition with a team that might be the best in the NFL, that's going to play a lot of primetime games, that's going to play playoff games. Um, it... it, it I, I get it from both sides. And I actually apply, applaud the Broncos, who, let's face it, that team might be for sale in, I don't know, four or five months from now. Mm-hmm. And for them to make that financial um, decision to basically say, okay, from my reporting on the NFL today on Sunday, you know, I thought my mill would be dealt. And a lot of people thought, well, if they eat a million or two and restructure the contract, you could probably get – you know, a three and maybe a little something else for Von Miller. And they go ahead and eat the whole $9 million. So basically you're paying $9 million for a second-round pick, right, and you're making the football trade for Von Miller. Um, I, I get it across the board. And, you know, the, the management team in Denver is new. They're in their first year. They didn't draft Von Miller. They didn't win Super Bowls with Von Miller. You know, they're looking at that roster saying, we we got to get better. And if we let Von Miller walk at the end of the year, and he wasn't going to re-sign there no matter what, we're getting a fifth-round comp pick in 2023. Now we can get two, you know, top three-round picks in 2022. You have to do it. Jason Lock and Four with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Okay, from there we go to Derrick Henry, who was an MVP candidate. Now he's not going to win. We don't yeah. know when we're going to see him. Likely he's out for the season. Is Tennessee cooked without him? Because yeah. it, 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 at first thought, I say I, I'd agree with you, but then I look at their yeah. schedule and go, wow, they got a lot of winnable games at home coming up on this schedule. Um, I, I, he, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to make everything a struggle. This is going to expose every wart. Um, you know, you look like we talk about running backs don't matter and this or that. Well, look at Baltimore and what happened when they lost a couple of, of special running backs. No individual who was as good as this, but it's a struggle. It, every The margins get really slim. And 
Adrian Peterson, get out of here, man. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Like, this guy makes play action go. This guy makes the deep passing game go. This guy, you have to cover him in a way that's different than anybody else. And the defense is, you know, has gotten better in some ways. And, I, you know, they've scored a lot of points, but they're not going to score as many points. And they give up a lot of points, too. And that's a team that's built for ball control, time of possession, defense, just tee off a little bit, get a few stops. Well, now they're going to be on the field longer. They're gonna, there's going to be teams that are more willing to stick with the run against them because you know what happened when Tennessee got a lead before and then they just give it to this battering ram and it's like lights out. And so I, I think it messes the whole equation up. I, I really do. Uh, and, like, they might beat some bad teams along the way, whatever, but if he's even able to come back, what's that like, you know, the first couple of weeks? I I think they're done. Go trade for Melvin Gordon. Uh, <laughs> from there, we have the uh, Jameis injury. And the Saints with that defense, Alvin Kamara. Obviously, we're still waiting to find out if, when Michael Thomas returns. Mm-hmm. But now, my guy, Wildcat Trevor Simeon, with the win over mm-hmm. the Bucks. What do they do? I mean, obviously, very difficult to bring a quarterback in in season. Yeah. Taysom yeah, Hill but... is on the comeback from the concussion, right. but they'll get him back from the concussion. Um, you know, look, there might be somebody on a practice squad somewhere who they have good intel on who they decide let's let's sign him to our team and let's start working with him with the scout team and let's start seeing what we have there. I mean, Sean Payton is very equipped to develop quarterbacks. There's no two ways about that. But in terms of trying to sign a plug-and-play veteran off the street or trade for somebody at the deadline, it, it just doesn't – it's just not really going to work. They're going to have to um, recalibrate yet again and um, – what we saw from Alvin Monday, you know, this past game was one thing, but the the Monday night, uh, or the, the I'm sorry, the game, the the yeah, the previous week where he got targeted 16 times or whatever and caught 10 balls. I think you might be seeing a lot of that. I think you'll see a lot of interchanging quarterbacks based on down and distance, um, and they're going to have to really lean on that defense and that home field advantage. It's tough. It, it really is because Jameis is a really good deep ball thrower. And, and you know, he had a, a game or two this year where there's some throws he'd want back. But by and large, he looked like somebody who was pretty comfortable there, and they were obviously very comfortable with him. So um, we'll see. But if anything, I think they, again, pluck somebody off a practice squad, try to coach him up. All right, so lastly, Jay, we looked. The, the dead deadline is in a few hours. Mm-hmm. What are you hearing? What are some names that could wind up going other places by the time it's said and done? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think the big move happened. You know, the sexiest trade that I thought could happen was Von Miller, and it did. Deshaun Watson, unless the Texans get really real about what they want for him, nothing's going to happen. But maybe they'll wise up and grow up as to um, assessing that that situation for what it is and not looking at it as a – as a pure football trade, but as something other than that, given the fact he's facing, you know, 22 lawsuits and 
um, you know, alleging sexual assault or sexual misconduct. Um, you know, the Giants are trying to peddle Evan Ingram. Teams are calling about Fletcher Cox. I think the Eagles have another trade in them. I don't know that it's Fletcher Cox or Andre Dillard or they're getting a lot of action on it. it may end up being something not nearly as sexy. Ryan Kerrigan, you know, Rodney McLeod, something like that. But there's certainly a lot of action surrounding them. Um, maybe the Ravens pick up a running back like a Marlon Mack or a Philip Lindsay, something like that. And the Texans are certainly open to a lot of trade possibilities above and beyond um, just Deshaun Watson. So um, maybe it's somebody like Kirksey. Maybe it's Des King. Maybe it's, uh, again, I mentioned Lindsay. Um, you know, they're they're pretty much open for business. The unfortunate thing for them is, you know, Tyrod Taylor and, Laramie Tunsil both getting hurt. Otherwise, at least one of those guys would already be gone. But, you, you know, it's not like other sports. It's it's not going to be the feeding frenzy that we see in MLB or the NBA or the NHL. But, uh, you know, I think we'll see a couple transactions tomorrow. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Lockenfora. That is at Jason Lockenfora. And, again, author of the new as yet untitled book, on the life and career of Mike White. Uh, Jay, congratulations on that. We will look forward to talking yeah. to you uh, as that gets closer to publication. I'm glad I won that bidding war. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Be good, man. Hey, Smith, you know, your team now, they could, you know, flip Joe Flacco. Yeah, exactly. They brought him in, him. they fixed him up, and now they can flip him like a house. <laughs> and remember last week when Flacco said, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm going to come in and play. Oh, now I'm not going to come in and play. That's not that's not happening now. Oh, great. Okay. What, what a, what now the, only the Jets could make that trade. Oh, we got to go make sure we go get Joe. Oh, we, now we got Joe Flacco. Oh, no, we're going to trot Mike White out there until uh, Zach Wilson is okay. We're, we're going to do that if that's all right with you. Oh, my God. Yay. That's the Jets. I like chaos. Hey, you got a victory. <laughs> you know did. what? You but may I'm not so like excited, it, man. but you, you might not stack up a lot of wins, but you already have two better wins than many teams will have the the entirety of the season. Buddy, we play a good team. We will beat them. We play a team Rise that's mediocre up. or worse. We will get beat by them. That's kind of our identity. I tell you what, that's man. That's how it works for us. Go, going out and putting up those kind of numbers against the, the Bengals defense was getting a lot of love, man. <laughs> as much as we talked about Joe Burrow was, look at this defense, all three levels, blah, blah, blah. And then... The Jets just marched all over them. Oh, Bengals, Schmengels, Jets. Yeah, we got our first interception on a tip You pass scored first quarter points. Yes, it was awesome. Are you kidding? Every, the, the entire day I'm watching the TV going, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. You were waiting for a meteor to run right into your house, weren't you? <laughs> Fine, in the middle or of the Michael court. Myers actually found you. <laughs> Middle of the quarter, my wife goes, okay, who the hell is Mike White? Like, you know, she's not really paying attention. She's doing stuff around that. Who the hell is Mike White? Yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening fox sports radio the jason smith show with my best friend mike white oh, back discovering 
Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations. They do apply. Giants still lead the Chiefs 17-14. Ten minutes to go in the fourth quarter. We'll have more on this game coming up in about ten minutes. But, you know, a, a trio of huge NFL headlines uh, day after the big f- Sunday slate of action. We've gotten into Von Miller. We'll have more on him, the whole Mike White situation, a little bit on Derrick Henry with Jason Lock and Fora. But uh, maybe the biggest news that will affect the playoff chase in the NFC, Jameis Winston torn ACL. He is done for the season. Mm-hmm. And it was a very difficult thing to see. It was a difficult injury to watch and was difficult for Jameis because he was having a really good year. Now that the sunny side up for him is that no matter what goes on in 2022, he'll be a starter. He has jump started his career. Things will be okay for him. But to sit here and say that the Saints are going to be done and they're cooked without him. Oh, no way. Saints are still going to be really good, right? We talked with Jason Lockett for it. You mentioned the defense, Mike, and how good the defense is. And that's why I picked them to upset the Buccaneers. They give Tom Brady trouble. They gave him enough trouble yesterday to win the game. Their defense is good. They're running the football well enough. But just think more about this for a second, right? When we talk about great coaches in the NFL, we very rarely say Sean Payton's name. Right, It comes up, we say Bill Belichick, we talk about Andy Reid, we talk about Mike Tomlin. We very rarely say Sean Payton. When Sean Payton probably is the best offensive head coach the NFL has seen in almost three decades. Whoever has played quarterback for him has succeeded his entire time with the Saints, whether it was Drew Brees, right? And Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame player, but just everybody he's had, all the starting quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater took those five games he played with the Saints and parlayed that into the career he's had since then when he was done. He was damaged goods and nobody wanted him, but he played well enough. Jameis Winston, as I said, he's jump-started his career. Taysom Hill was really good when he came in last year. Different kind of quarterback, still won games, put points on the board. Even Trevor Simmons who shows up with no reps yesterday throws for almost 200 yards and it was and they wind up winning the game that he comes in relief and it's not an avalanche of Buccaneers points and Simeon throwing pick after pick whoever has played quarterback for the Saints and for Sean Payton has succeeded so with Taysom Hill on his way back the Saints are going to keep rolling and it's going to be time to give Sean Payton his due and all the love that we've been giving Andy Reid the last couple of years has to go to Sean Payton because whoever he's had has been really really good again it's been breeze for almost Almost for basically the whole time, but now the last couple of years, all the other guys that put in there have all been really good. Bit of hand wringing. I mean, it's a small sample size overall because really the bulk of it was done with Breeze, right? So much in the same way people were wondering about Bill Belichick, Sons, Tom Brady. It's just been the same thing with Peyton. And to your point, yes, they've won. And they've in the short sample, you saw Teddy Bridgewater played well, parlayed that nicely. Jameis has been the guy, and and we talked about it before the season. I had grand, grand expectations for him to cut down on the turnovers, talked about it being a grad school, and yes, guys can change. Get into a different system, get into a different rhythm, different mindset. It, it can happen. Uh, Taysom Hill, I, I'm still not a believer in him uh, in a, as a quarterback full-time, but that's a whole other thing. And, yes, I'm excited to see Trevor Simeon if he gets another game or two to see what he can do. Uh, but, you know, Peyton's the guy that, that should have been mentioned all along as well because even with a Drew Brees and diminished skills 
as he was his final couple of years, compromised for sure, right, in terms of what you could do beyond 15 yards, much like we're watching Patrick Mahomes in the Monday night football game. Uh, not a lot of work uh, beyond 10 yards going for him. Drew Brees was the same thing, throw guys open and a lot of yak. And that's the genius of the system that's been pushed there in New Orleans going all the way back to 2006. So, yeah, it's always fun, and people get excited about Sean McVay and the shiny new coaches, as it were. This guy's just been doing it for 15 years. It's it's really amazing. Everybody he's thrown out there has done. So the Saints are going to be just fine. It's not like Jameis Winston, as the good year he was having, it's not like, well, boy, he was going to throw 45 touchdowns, and that team is deep and dynamic. No, he was having a nice season. He was throwing touchdowns. He was limiting his picks. He was probably going to be a 30-8 and eight guy, but he wasn't going to throw well, for 5,000 no, yards. No, personnel-wise, really you didn't well have the guys to do it. Oh, Marquez Callaway and the no. like. I mean, Alvin mm. Kamara is your best wide receiver. No, Sean Payton is just that good an offensive head coach, and he doesn't get that a credit. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Coming up next, the quarterback controversy that I am all for. This is Fox Sports Radio. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.